Welcome to Mind, America's Lignite Energy Podcast, brought to you by Lignite Energy Council of North Dakota. Here's your host, Kate Muggerud. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another week of Mind, Lignite Energy in America. We are so glad to have you listening for another week. Um, just really, really looking forward to digging in this week with our, our guests. I got uh, a really great, great guest this week. And I thank you guys so much for our new listeners that are out there. This podcast is put together um, and sponsored by the Lignite Energy Council. And and we decided to put this podcast together for um People who are really similar to me and what my journey is with um, energy and the emerging markets that we have, I really don't know a lot about um, you know what what goes on in the technical side of things and the science and all the the amazing things that we have here in the state of North Dakota. So I wanted to kind of dig in and learn more about it, and that brings us to each week. Um, so welcome to our new listeners and to our listeners who are here again for another week. Thank you. Um, we could not keep doing this without your support. So we'll jump right in. Uh, this week, you guys, we have a really, really great guest. Um, his name is John Weida, and John is the North Dakota Transmissions Authority Director. Um, don't worry, I'm going to dive in with John and understanding what that exactly means. So, John, welcome to the show. Oh, hello, and hello, everybody that's on the line. <laughs> John, okay, so my first question, when I, when I, you know, when your name came across my desk and I saw your title, what does your title mean? A Transmissions Authority Director. Talk to me about that. Well, the, uh, we probably should go back to the origins of the, um, the transmission authority. It's, it's a rather unique position within a state. Um, I think there's one other state that has a similar position. But the purpose uh, of the position is to basically monitor the, the status of the transmission and the ability of the transmission system to both meet the needs of North Dakotans and to export electricity to other states. And uh, in North Dakota, we, we export a substantial percentage. Uh, we've been as much as 70% in the export market. Uh, current numbers are running more in the, in the uh, low 50s. Um, and that's primarily because of the growth we've seen here in North Dakota. Hmm. And when you say the growth in North Dakota, are you referring to the, the oil industry or just overall growth? Well, the oil industry is is probably at the root of a lot of the growth, but mm-hmm. there's also been a lot of um, you know other commercial activity, residential activity, and so on. And and even the eastern part of North Dakota has seen uh, a good economy, not mm-hmm. as strong as what's been uh, been here in the western part of the state. So we're we're fortunate. To, we've got so many resources here in North Dakota. Isn't that true? If anything that I've I've learned along this journey is it's I did not realize the vastness and um, the resources that North Dakota has, and it's it's pretty cool, and it makes me proud to be, you know, North Dakotan. But um, that's awesome. So now before you before we dive into kind of what your job and what you do, you were at the a plant manager at the Cold Creek Station for forty some years, right? That's correct. I, I spent 41 years uh, at the station in various roles. Uh, became plant manager there, I believe it was in 1989. So um, 
longer than I'd ever would have forecast. Man, and you, I mean, I can't even imagine over that time frame the growth that you saw within, you know, the energy industry specifically during that time. Well, the, you know, one of the interesting things is that in addition to having abundant resources, North Dakota is very competitive. And that certainly was true in, in the late night industry. Uh, we we went to work every morning knowing that we had to be competitive to uh, to be in the market mm-hmm. because electricity is, is marketed and um, you, you have no assurance of running unless you're able to produce competitive energy, which is, uh, you know, most uh, all of the North Dakota resources are very competitive. Hmm. That's that's and competitive. Um, on a, a kind of a nationwide, you know, state-to-state scale, or is this, are we talking like globally? Well, on um, with electricity, we we primarily are marketed in the United States and Canada. Hmm. So wow. uh, it might be a little bit of a stretch to call it globally, but certainly <laughs> on a national level. Hey, we'll we'll call level, we'll call Canada global. That's cool. We'll take it. Okay. <laughs> Oh man! Well, that's that's really cool. So now, the the North Dakota Transmissions Author- Transmission Authority Director that position is a new position within the state of North Dakota, correct? Well, it actually was first created back in the early part of of uh, the century. I don't remember the exact year, but early two oh. thousands. Oh. And um, you know, at that time, we were anticipating some growth in the lignite industry. And we're wanting to make sure that we had adequate transmission for exporting uh, electricity to other areas, as like I mentioned earlier, as well as as our own needs. Mm-hmm. Ended up our own needs grew, and the nature of new generation changed. Um, we've been adding uh, a lot of renewable energy in North Dakota. We're uh, we're one of the leaders on a per capita basis for the amount of wind energy. And um, majority of that is is indeed built for export to to other states. So we do have to have a, a good sound transmission system to be able to do that. Yeah. So have you seen over the last several years? I like you said, there's been substantial growth in that transport systems. Correct. Yes. And yeah, they there have been increments of of um, new gener or excuse me, new transmission added. For that very purpose, um, it ends up that you know we've used up that transmission, and right now we're we're kind of at a point where we're we're uh, definitely needing additional transmission to provide for additional export capability. Hmm, that's very cool. So now, talk to me why the shift with I mean, you were there at the Coal Creek Station for forty some years, and then you know moving into this role. What kind of interested you in in moving into this role? Well, the you know as I mentioned that you know we really came to work every day at, at the at the lignite fire power plant, knowing we had to be competitive. Mm-hmm. So we we were always very much engaged in what the electric markets were, and in order to get the electrons from North Dakota to whatever node we were marketing into, uh, <clears throat> it takes transmission lines to do that. And you also have to make sure that the transmission lines don't get congested and overloaded and too many electrons trying mm-hmm. to go to the same place. So so really, it's familiar territory through um, much of my, my last years, even in the late night generation industry. Hmm. 
That's pretty cool. So now give me just a, a brief um, history. I know you kind of just uh, you know mentioned when it was started, but give me a history of the Transmission Authority in North Dakota. You said it was founded back in early 2000s? Yes. Okay. And its goal... And over the... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, and over the years, there have been a number of people that have served in the role, and I think I can say everybody came from somewhere in the industry with some really good experience. Absolutely. I, I mean, you, you need it for, for what you're doing, too. So what's the mission specifically of the Transmission Authority of North Dakota? Well, one of the, the really important things is to be in tune with the legislature of North Dakota, especially, and the the governor and the others on the Industrial Commission. Mm-hmm. Uh, the position actually reports to the Industrial Commission. Oh, okay. So um, that's where my most regular reports uh, take place. Hmm. But at times, the legislative committees have asked me to come and, and to share information with them. Mm-hmm. Certainly appreciate that. And, you know, we need to guide what's happening. Um, a lot of times, uh, state policy can be a big driver. In, oh, I'm sure. Helping um, development take place in the state. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm sure. So you're you're probably heavily involved in legislature, I would assume, then, too. Yes, I uh, I get to, to meet with the, the legislators and both formally and informally, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, they always seem to have a great interest in what's happening in the uh, electric business. Absolutely. So, what would you say some of the the biggest things you've learned this first year in in that position? Well, I I find it kind of interesting because when I started in this role, I actually started in in late February of eighteen. And one of my first tasks was to meet with all of the transmission owners uh, that basically have transmission here in North Dakota. And as I went around, I heard a pretty similar story from everybody, and uh, everybody was pretty happy that the transmission system was operating quite well. But there was this concern on the horizon that it's getting used up. So we need to, uh, we don't want to rest on our laurels with a good operating system. We need to be thinking forward and planning for the future. So that uh, that future, unfortunately, came at us really quick. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, today we're, we're really uh, anxious about uh, some additional transmission planning and construction. Yeah. And in fact, I've been uh, attending some regional meetings along with some of the other um, people from the, the government of North Dakota and uh, trying to work with other states on, on determining what the needs are and, and um, making the best uh, transmission investments that will be a good impact for North Dakota and also help out the states that want to import our electrons. Huh. That's that's really cool. So what would you say some of the, the challenges that are facing the transmission grid in North Dakota are? Just I mean, with that growth? Well, right now, um, we had a recent round of uh, transmission studies completed by MISO, and MISO stands for uh, Midwest um, Independent System Operator. They basically are, they don't own the transmission lines, but they operate the lines as a group for the multiple owners. 
they have determined that the next increment of generation in North Dakota that wants to get tied to the transmission system is actually triggering what we call congestion elsewhere in the system. And those relieving that congestion is expensive and mm -hmm. sometimes difficult from a uh, permitting standpoint. So we, we really are encouraging MISO to get some of those projects defined, get uh, transmission owners lined up to, to take on the task of, of building those lines and helping us make the, the system more robust for the export that is needed. Hmm. So does that include some of the surrounding states too, or is this specifically just in North Dakota? Uh, very definitely um, the surrounding states. Uh, basically, the situation here in North Dakota is very similar to what you would see in South Dakota, western Minnesota, western Iowa. Mm -hmm. uh, we're all in need of similar solutions. Mm -hmm. So is there a, a big collaboration between those states um, as well, or is it is it something that it's very just independent state to state? No, I, I'd say the transmission system is one of the most highly coordinated um, systems we have. It's mm. You can think of it like an interstate highway system for electrons. Oh, sure. It's just in an interstate highway system, it's, it's generally owned by the, the state government and supported by the, the federal government. The, uh, the transmission system is owned by multiple utilities and operated, as I said, by MISO mm -hmm. as a coordinated unit mm -hmm. with multiple owners. So it's it's a little bit unique to mm -hmm. some of the things that we're used to, but yeah. definitely requires coordination. Absolutely. I mean, with that many players, you know, in the game that are coming to the table, that's a, that's a big adventure for sure. So um, what would you say some of, you know, when you look at the future for the Transmission Authority, what's that outlook look like over the next five years? Well, uh, what I see um, needed from the Transmission Authority is, is basically a communication and um, trying to encourage those that are doing the transmission studies, those that are potential transmission owners, those that are customers either on the supply end or the demand end of, of the system to be working uh, closer together. You know, when you've got multiple parties, there's always room for the delay. There's always room for finger pointing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, part of the role of this position is, is try to, to minimize the delays and try to quit finger pointing and start working on solutions. And, yeah. and, uh, and then also, as we see if there's any role that the North Dakota government can play, I can help communicate that to uh, the people in North Dakota government that would would uh, determine what role the government is going to play in in helping make those things happen. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. I mean, that makes that makes sense. Um, what is like, you know, I, we were just talking the next few years here, but the immediate future this, you know, 2020 January, you guys are you hitting the ground running, um, you know, with some of these these topics that are coming up? Well, on the coldest day of the year, which is usually the last week in January, I, I hope to be going to Chicago. <laughs> and hopefully it's not too much colder there. <laughs> uh, but the purpose of that meeting is, again, a multi-state meeting uh, to try to work toward uh, some some solutions. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
and from there, you know, and MISO will probably participate directly in the meeting, but mm-hmm. obviously, you know, it's it's hoped that there will be a similar message coming from all of the states represented that will help MISO decide what can be done. Hmm. That's that's pretty cool. That's awesome. It sounds like you got a, a busy job back in your lap there, right? Well, it's you know, with uh, having spent so many years in the industry, it's I do kind of enjoy it. I, yeah. I still work with a lot of the people I've worked with for many years. Oh wow! So that is is very good. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Another another thing we should maybe touch on a little bit here is the fact that the western part of the state is primarily served by Basin Electric mm-hmm. and their member cooperatives. Mm-hmm. And they are members of a different uh, system operation called SPP, Southwest Power Pool. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, as those of you from North Dakota here who have driven around the state can see, uh, Basin has built a number of um, major transmission lines within the state to serve the oil fields. And that is... Um, been very essential, very helpful. I've talked with some of the oil interests. They're really pleased that Basin has stepped up to the plate like they have and and got that uh, 345,000 kilovolt backbone system in place. And from there, they've built additional transmission lines into various parts of the oil field. So that's been very, very active, busy time for Basin Electric. And that's all coordinated through the Southwest Power Pool. Oh, very interesting. So that's separate. That yeah, it's it's separate. There are there are ties between SPP and MISO, but for the most part, they try to operate the system so there's not a lot of electrons flowing one way or the other. <clears throat> Excuse me. They try to coordinate the system so there's not a lot of electrons flowing one way or the other across those boundaries, but it is possible to to move electricity from one area to the other. Hmm, that is very cool. Very interesting. Well, hey, um, John, before we uh, jump off, is there anything else that you want to touch on? Well, I think um, just to reiterate, it's exciting times in the electric transmission business. We've had a lot of decisions in front of us about what additional transmission should be built, and you'll probably see some activity along that line over the next few years. Yeah, very cool. Now, John, if our listeners want to learn more about um, what we talked about today, where can they go to to kind of dive in? Well, just uh, one of the things that we provide for the public, we do an annual report from the North Dakota Transmission Authority. And if you go to the website of the Industrial Commission, You'll find a link that goes to reports and then to the transmission authority and to the annual report. So that's a good uh, public document uh, to look at and uh, kind of gives an overall picture of, of transmission in North Dakota. It covers a little bit about the markets. It covers the interest that uh, companies have in developing additional generation in North Dakota. So it, it gives you kind of a good overview, and, and we try to write it in in layperson terms, so it's not a very technical document. It's uh, It should be something that, that most everybody would enjoy. 
Very cool. Very cool. Well, John, thanks for being on the show. We appreciate it and definitely learned and got maybe just a little glimpse into into your world. So it's it's a busy one. Good. Hopefully this has been helpful to all who participate here. Awesome. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Goodbye now. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We hope you learned a little bit more about the energy industry and all the things that we have going on. Again, our guest this week was John Weida, and he is the North Dakota Transmission Authority Director. Just a lot, a lot going on in that field, but we already knew that. So it's exciting to hear from, from again, these movers and shakers in our industry that are have firsthand understanding of what's going on. Um, you guys, we, we appreciate you listening every week and I know that each week it's we're learning more and we're touching on a different topic so if you want to learn more about what we're doing in the Lignite Energy Council visit us at lignite.com and of course visit us on our Facebook page under the Lignite Energy Council show us some love maybe share the podcast subscribe we appreciate it Um, have a great week Thank you for listening to another episode of Mind, America's Lignite Energy Podcast. For more information on Lignite Energy in North Dakota, visit lignite.com.